Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we're headed to Maryland, but really we're going to Persia, New Zealand, and Fiji. Oh, and Iowa, because our guest, Emma G., brings together culture and family from all those places and more. And her music is likewise expansive. You may never have heard of a rock music emphasis of an operatic voice training, but that's more or less what Emma G. did. And the most moving part, for me, is the amount of healing that is part of Emma's journey, both for herself and for the young people she's worked with as a youth empowerment through songwriting coach. Emma started her life steeped in the trauma of hydrocephalus, meaning that she had some 10 brain surgeries over the years, and there's a whole lot of other trauma physical, emotional, and sexual, meaning that she had to learn about her own healing and facing challenges, often through songwriting. She's learned it so well, in fact, that in addition to creating incredibly beautiful and powerful songs, she's learned how to guide others to do their own healing through songwriting. I don't mean to tease or frustrate you, but I'll tell you up front that there are a couple significant portions of my visit with Emma G about things like her medical trauma and hard rock experience that will not be heard in this 55-minute broadcast, but which can and should be heard via the uncut version on NordenSpiritRadio.org. Listen to those excerpts, and you'll be glad you did. Right now, we head to Chevy Chase, Maryland, for our visit with Emma G. Emma, what a delight to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Yay! Thank you, Mark. It's wonderful to be here. I even got up especially early so that we could do this. (laughs) Where are you actually living? I'm in Washington, D.C., so it's not really that early. I just, I have my little routine in the morning, so I had to just get up a little bit extra so that I could get everything done. What kind of routine is it? You know, you do your yoga and you're exercising and you do your treadmill or whatever. (laughs) I didn't do my treadmill today. Today, I I went my morning walk, which I try to do every day because nature is my happy place. Had my coffee, did a little bit of yoga and then preparing for normally I actually my real workout is either a combination of weight training and Krav Maga. Weight training and what? Krav Maga. It's an Israeli contact combat self-defense thing. My partner runs a school here and I love learning how to defend myself, but also learning how to, you know, having fun whilst getting fit and learning valuable life skills, which are especially important when you're a full-time solo female musician. (laughs) I think we should start out filling the cups of some of our listeners with a bit of your music. They can get a bit of what Emma G is about. Before we do that, I actually want you to say for them, your last name, and then we shall not be repeated because I haven't got the Persian vowels, the Persian pronunciation to do it correctly. And I'm usually pretty good with this stuff, but I have a feeling it would take me five minutes of just working on your name to get that right. So what's your last name? So the correct pronunciation is, and it's a Persian word that means the power behind the throne. 
Power Behind the Throne. Mm-hmm. That's who I've got here today for Song of the Soul. <laughs> Yay. Uh, And and by the way, you have uh, the top you have on, it says something on it. It's got rise, but I don't. Rise from the ashes. Rise from the ashes. Yes. Is that chaps at the top or what's it? It's a fitwear brand from Atlanta called OHAP 5. And OHAP stands for uh, Operation Health Awareness Project. And the, the five represents the importance filling your cup of taking five minutes every day to do something positive. So whether it's you know positive for your health, positive for your physical health, mental health, spiritual health, emotional health. Yeah. So they're, they're one of the brands that I um, have partnered with to deliver my message to the world. And Rise from the Ashes is literally a song that I wrote that was um, released last year. It's on my Born in Crisis album and is all about how it's easy to fall into the trap of feeling woe is me, but that from all things lost, new things are born. So like this was about, you know, it was actually a song title given to me by Stephanie Mathias, who's another local artist here, who said, oh, you know, can you write a song about the Phoenix Rising? So Rise from the Ashes was about how humanity, America, we've really felt like over the last few years, everything's kind of gone to hell in a handbasket. But if we look at the acorn tree, if we look at the, the Phoenix, sometimes we need to burn everything to the ground in order for us to rise up. There are a number of trees and plants that do not grow until there's the fire that burns things down. And then that's when they break open seed and grow back. Precisely. So, you know, so that was an important, important lesson for me. And that album in particular, Born in Crisis, was part of my Write a Song a Day challenge last year that I decided to do because I'm crazy. But from that album, from that project, I was able to tap into parts of my subconscious that I hadn't dared to illuminate before, tap into parts of my psyche that I hadn't necessarily been still enough to listen to so that I could start to listen to my inner truth. There's a, I can't remember who it was that said, who said it, but maybe it's an ancient yoga principle that we all have the answers within us. We just simply need to give ourselves permission to be still enough to hear what those answers are. And so this writer song a day challenge that I did last year was very much about allowing myself the opportunity to not just hear my truth, hear my inner knowing, but also portray that through song. So Rise from the Ashes with my burn everything to the ground so that I can rise back stronger, which funnily enough, I feel like is happening. One of the specific learnings of recognizing that much like the Native American tale tells us, in every one of us, we have a yin and yang. We have the wolf of anger, fear, bigotry, hurt, anger, negativity, right? And we also have the wolf of hope and love and justice and equity and the positivity. And these wolves always fighting. They're always trying to clamor for center stage in our hearts, you know, in our heads. But it's all about, it's up to us as to which wolf we want to feed. Our reality begins arguably with our thoughts. When we choose to feed the wolf of love, positivity, hope, and compassion. We are subconsciously building a stronger, better, healthier, more positive life for ourselves. And that's one of the things I really hope. My music and songwriting and my songwriting coaching helps people recognize about themselves. 
And we're going to have our listeners for Song of the Soul realize a little bit of that as we listen to a powerful heart and a powerful voice. Emma G here today for Song of the Soul. Here is The Wolf I Feed.
that powerful song was The Wolf I Feed by Emma G. Her website, emmagmusic.com. You can feel the, both the passion and the insight that comes through this woman. You said, what's this, a song a day, like 365 songs last year, once a week, or what's, what's the bit? Mac, I'm not that crazy. I did 30, 30 songs in 30 days. 30 songs in 30 days. And your hair is not white. How is that, that you didn't exhaust your all your bodily resources? I th- exhaust my bodily resources. That's hilarious. So I feel like, for me, songwriting is part of my mental health. Much like I said before, you know, we all have the answers in us. If we let ourselves be still enough to hear them. <laughs> yeah, I have to tell you, you're giving the Quaker, this is the Quaker thing. Quiet down, be still, you will find the answers within you. It's just <laughs> right, right, right. So part of my meditation is doing that. And then inevitably, those answers that come to me, I then channel them through songwriting. This is why songwriting is so powerful. There's many reasons why songwriting is incredibly powerful. But when we allow ourselves the space to be quiet and let that truth flow through us, we can write our truth in a way that is stimulating, but also healthy and a reminder to ourselves about our power and our place in the world and and elevates our voice and things like that. So it's not stressful to me. Writing songs is my way of recognizing my inner truth, recognizing my inner power, sharing that truth and power with my community, with my audience, with my family, with my partner, with my whatever, and then allowing myself to heal cognitively, spiritually, and mentally, because once that truth is written into song, I can continue to move back to that song to remind myself how powerful, how strong, how whole I am and can be. The Wolf I Feed reminds me about my power to choose, my power to create the world that I want to exist in. And every single song that I've given you is the same way. You know, the song Fighter it's not about fighting, even though we've already talked about the fact that I do Krav Maga, but it's about giving myself the opportunity and, and recognizing that I wasn't born to give up. I wasn't born to simply exist, pay taxes, and then die. I was born, and I think everybody was born for a purpose, and sometimes we have to fight for that purpose. Sometimes we forget what that purpose is, and we need to have that reminder from time to time about that inner fight. When the world gets too much, we need to remind ourselves that we are fighters, that we are survivors, we are thrivers, we are champions. We are, however we choose, whichever fool we decide to feed, It's that wolf that we decide to fight for. In the song, Fighter, you refer to you a lot, your soul, you know, the pain that drags you down, etc. That you, is that Emma G that you're talking to, or is this broad swath of humanity? Is this a general lesson for the world, or is is this a message of hope specifically to yourself? Yes, and. (laughs) It is a song for myself to remind me about the strength of my inner fighter. The song was actually written for somebody who's very close to me. When I wrote this, she was at a point where she was ready to give up. And so I wrote this to remind her how loved she is and how strong she is and how powerful she is. Up until this point, she has survived 100% of her bad days thus far. The things will get easier. 
that her inner goddess doesn't cease to exist simply because she's having a bad day. And I think we all need that reminder sometimes that whether it's me, whether it's your sister, whether it's your childhood teacher, (laughs) you know, we all have bad days. Sometimes we just need to remember, especially, I know that this is a very centric song to women. I think it's really important that we pay tribute to the strength of women because unfortunately we still live in a world that is predominantly patriarchal which is not to say that we shouldn't honor the men in our worlds and the masculine. That is absolutely important. However, we also need to pay tribute to the strength and the champion women in our lives. They're the fighter women in our lives because we constantly, I feel, we constantly pay tribute to the beauty of women. She's so beautiful. She's important because look at how gorgeous she is. Look at what she's wearing. Look at whatever. We don't necessarily pay enough tribute to the strength that that woman who's holding a nine to five job and parenting children and supporting her husband if she has a husband. You know, there there are so many things that we forget to pay tribute to the strength of women for. And I want to honor that. I also want to honor the men who are raising children themselves and, you know, the beauty of men as well. I think that's a really important concept that we tend to forget as a society. But for this song specifically, I wanted to just elevate the strength and power and fighter instinct that that women have that we forget to honor. And the song is Fighter by Emma G., the wonderful voice and visionary that we have with us here today for Song of the Soul. that you have so long inside you You could feel it from the place within Did you believe that hope again so long inside you the pain that drags you down so crying out the universe holds you now cause the strength inside of you oh, the goddess shines inside you If only you could see what I do Stars when you forgive you Woman, you're a fighter Your light is shining brighter Hold your head a little higher Stars when you forgive you Woman, you're a fighter Rushing out, your soul is glowing. With every tear you heal a broken wound, it's okay to love the hurt and gloom. But your soul is growing. Cause the pain that drags you down won't always be around. The universe holds you now, and the strength inside of you. Oh, the goddess shines inside you. If only you could see what I do Stars when you forgive you Woman, you're a fighter Your light is shining brighter Just hold your head a little higher Stars when you forgive you Woman, you're a fighter Cause the pain that once was yours You can love and listen out the door It doesn't serve you anymore You can only get stronger Shines inside you If only you could see what I do 
message of inspiration, particularly for those who identify as women who were raised in a culture that tells them too often to be doormats for other people, doesn't raise up the beauty, the light, the inspiration, the strength, the clarity that women can bring to this world. And so Emma G in sharing that song, I think makes us a more whole as a entire people of the earth. Thank you so much, Emma. Thank you. That's my my sincere hope. Emma G. is here with us today for Song of the Soul. You find us on northernspiritradio.org, including links to people like Emma G., all of the guests for the last 17 and a half years. Emma G.'s website is emmagmusic.com. But again, you find that on northernspiritradio.org. And you know someone else who you'll find a link from on Northern Spirit Radio is Lisa Ann Wright. And it's thanks to Lisa, who I spoke with in 2018, back in September that year. I interviewed her, and she connected me up with Emma, and I'm so thankful to you, Lisa Ann. On the Northern Spirit Radio website, you'll also find a place to post comments about our programs. You can support us. We live by your donations, not by government, not by corporations, but by people who want to make this possible. And specifically, we're circulated around the United States in some 42 different community radio stations support them they give the alternative they're not top-down they're not hierarchical they're not limited by commercial interests they reach out from the center of the community and help things grow and so fortunately we get people like emma g and lisa and wright and many other wonderful musicians people inspirational changing this world Emma, we're going to hurry to get in three more songs. That's what we're aiming for here today, and I don't know how we're going to do that. I mentioned, by the way, that you're going to be doing a TEDx presentation just another week. You're going to be doing this, and I'm so excited. So when that comes out, how are we going to find out about it? Well, as soon as it's available online, I'll be posting on my website about it. I'll be posting on social media and obviously to my subscribers for my newsletters. If you let me know, I'll include it with this post. So people, NordenSpiritRadio.org, I'll try and include a link to that as well. For sure. And of course, if people want to join my newsletter, that's all that information is on my website as well. Sure. You, of course, you've noticed Emma's accent, which is, I think it's a New Zealand accent, or maybe it's a Fiji accent, or maybe for all I know, it's a, a Farsi accent or an <laughs> Iowan, Iowan accent. Could be that. Maybe. No, it's a bit of an amalgamation of accents, I think. So I grew up in New Zealand, obviously, but my mother is American. And so I've always had a slight American twang to my Kiwi accent. But then, of course, my, you know, some of my best friends are from England. So there's a little bit more of a British influence sometimes. My Fijian family, certainly my accent can kind of twinge a little bit. <laughs> Fijian sometimes. And it's funny, like I, I often use Fijian expressions in my day-to-day life that people get very confused about as well. So it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's rich and wonderful. And so let's have some more of your music, Emma. Since we're bringing up Fiji, let's play Proud, which was a song that I wrote 
as part of my healing process, when my father passed away, actually, which was in January of 2018, I was lucky enough, I, I was on tour, heading back to New Zealand to go on tour in August of 2017 and found that the, the cheapest flight back home was via Fiji. So I thought, well, I really should pop by and say hello to my dad because I hadn't seen him for a couple of years. And so spent a week back in, in Fiji sort of learning more about him. And I, I've always kind of had an interesting relationship with my father. He actually wanted me to be a pilot when I was growing up because in his mind, being a pilot meant that you got paid well and you also had the opportunity to travel and see the world. And he thought, what better opportunity for my daughter to feed her soul and to get to know herself and to, to travel the world and, and you know, get paid for it. Obviously, I, I travel anyway doing music, but I was never really sure about what he thought of me and my career choices. You know, there's such a, an understanding, a, a misconception of being a musician as being like the starving artist. And I didn't want him to be disappointed in me so anyways I went back to Fiji to go and see him he had hired out a PA system a portable karaoke set and we traveled the main island of Fiji together we visit friends and family and he'd be like oh this is my daughter living in America she's a, a musician and you know so we, he'd set up this PA system and we'd sing karaoke songs together and I didn't realize at the time that this was his expression of trying to get to know me better and trying to show how proud he was of me. So, you know, four months later when I learned that he had tuberculosis and he passed away, I was devastated because I didn't really know my father that well, having grown up in a different country. And I wanted to try and figure out, I don't know, I, I just, I wanted to forgive myself for not knowing him better. And I wanted to there were just so many things I wanted to tell him that I didn't get the chance to. So proud was my way of emotionally and spiritually forgiving myself, but also sort of connecting with him on the spiritual playing field of just recognizing that I knew at the end of the day that he was proud of me and that I would continue to live my life in the way that would make him continue to make him proud I remember writing this song and I don't know where it came from. It just, again, I, I allowed myself to be still and and let my truth channel through the piano and channel through my voice. And I remember writing this and collapsing in tears on my piano as soon as it was done. But as soon as I wrote that song, as soon as I wrote Proud, I, I just felt peaceful. I felt like dad was here again and that he is still with me watching me, cheering me on from the spiritual realm and supporting everything that I'm doing. So that's what this song's about.
healing and connection. And I think being held by your father, I think that's was one of the key things you mentioned in the song, how close you held me. It's so interesting that we can, even when the body's gone, we can find ourselves wrapped in that person. You do such a beautiful job of capturing that, Emma. Thank you. I think it's important. And back to our conversation earlier about culture and honoring where we come from and who we are, how we want to show up. There is, I think, in a lot of Pacifica cultures, but Māori specifically, in Māori culture, there's a, something called a pepeha, which basically goes back to honouring where we come from, first and foremost, like how I show up when I, when I go on to phone calls. You know, yes, we show up as like, hi, I'm Emma. I'm Emma G. This is who I am. This is what I do. But that's not the important part of Pacifica culture. How we show up is actually, you know, I introduce myself as this is my the mountain I grew up next to. This is the ocean that I grew up next to. This is the meeting house or the church that my family goes to on a regular basis. This is how my family got here to this country. You know, th- there are all these other aspects to ourselves that these were my grandparents. These were my parents. And by the way, you can call me Emma G. And I think for Proud, for, for all of the songs that I write, it's important that I, I, I lead with that, that I'm not showing up as just MRG. I'm showing up as my ancestors. I'm showing up as my history. I'm showing up as the culture that does run through my veins. Again, when we're, when we're still enough, when we give ourselves the opportunity to be in alignment with those parts of ourselves, 
wisdom comes through that we may not have necessarily recognized was there because we've constantly ignored those parts of ourselves. And so whether it's proud, whether it's fighter, whether it's the wolf I feed, whether it's be brave, which is another one of the songs that I know that I sent you, these are all kind of my way of making sense of my culture, my history, my family, my learnings, my lessons, my spiritual health and wealth, my growth, my healing. And I think that's one of the things that songwriting is particularly powerful for when it comes to helping other young people channel their voices and and truth and healing and learning is that it gives them the, the opportunity to lean into parts of themselves that are scary but need to be brought to the surface in order for them to grow and develop and become. <laughs> Folks, there's so much riches that we're getting from Emma G today for Song of the Soul. A 55-minute broadcast will not accommodate all of it, so please come to NordenSpiritRadio.org and look for the bonus excerpts, the full uncut version of the interview as well. What song should we share next? Let's do Be Brave. Be Brave was a song that I wrote in 2015. I had just landed in the States. I wasn't, you know, long into my journey here. I had been working in the woods of Massachusetts and Connecticut for six months. And I had found Washington, D.C. by accident, decided in my heart that this was where I needed to live. I didn't know anything about what I was going to do, but I just knew that spirit, that, that the universe, that God needed me to be in D.C. for some reason. But I was freaking out. So Be Brave was my way of, again, stepping into that good wolf, reminding myself that no matter what happens, even if I fall down, it's okay. And, you know, we all have moments where we need to remind ourselves to be brave. So I wrote that song in 2015. I didn't release the song officially until 2018 on my Taking Flight album. But I, I decided in 2020 to release it as a single. I released it in February. We filmed a music video for it starring my partner who runs a Krav Maga school here in Chevy Chase. And of course, that was a month before the pandemic hit. So Be Brave continued to be instrumental in my mental health and emotional health throughout what has become a very traumatic two years for myself and for the rest of the world. But again, Be Brave, it just reminds me, even the strongest have their days. It's okay. Just be brave. Again, Emma G sharing her wonderful, brave music with us today. Be brave.
keep it alive, won't you? Feel your fire. Give it time, won't you? Hold your head higher.
Emma G's website is emmagmusic.com. That song, Be Brave, is one of the songs I'm pretty sure you have to add to your personal connection just to help reach fullness in your own life. So please avail yourself of Emma G's music. I, what can we say? I, that chorus says it so strongly and wonderfully. I feel like you channel this. The goddess is what empowers you to say this so clearly and powerfully and wonderfully. And thank you for that. Thank you. We better fit in one more song before I have to release you. How much of the youth empowerment through songwriting coaching do you do? I generally try to only work with around 10 clients a month or at a time rather, just because I put my 112% into everything that I do. So my schedule is pretty, I've got a little bit of availability at the moment, but not much especially as I'm, I'm balancing my coaching with also speaking at, at high schools and... And TEDx, don't forget and TEDx. TEDx. <laughs> in four days, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so doing a lot of speaking engagements, edutainment engagements, coaching for teenagers and also doing shows as well. It's a pretty full plate. And, and for that reason, I, I try to only work with around 10 clients at a time. Every client's different, obviously. Some work with me for six weeks, some for eight, some for 10 so, yeah, it just depends on what sort of packages that they want to get involved with. And we should mention that when you do the platinum level, you also help them produce a video. So you evidently you got technological skills and production skills. Not me, not me, not me. I'm very blessed that I have a number of engineers and videographers in my, in my hemisphere that I contract to do that work on my behalf. In conjunction with me, like I will help with working with teenagers to build their confidence and vocal skills and um, camera skills if they want to do the music video as well. And I want to facilitate their wholeheartedness if they choose to. At the end of the day, empowerment through songwriting is not about making it the next global sensation. For some kids, it's only about simply writing their truth. Others want to record that truth so that they can connect with their peers better, connect with their families better, connect with their communities better. Say, hey, mom, hey, dad, this is how I've been feeling. Listen to this, right? And other kids want to go that step further and be like, okay, now I want to apply for college. Here's an example of a song that I wrote, that I recorded, that I filmed. I've even got a previous student who is now studying LIPA, which is the Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts, which Paul McCartney founded. And it was in part one of the reasons why she got in, she says, is because of the work that we did together. We wrote an album together and she released, recorded, filmed and released two singles from that album. So it's really down to the individual, really. Well, let's do one more song. How can we finish up your song of the soul? So this is possibly one of the rawest, most vulnerable songs for me. I started my career in the States as a street performer, which some people kind of think is a little bit strange. But for me, living in arguably one of the most powerful cities in the world, it was important for me to try to do whatever I could to make a positive impact. So what I would do is I would get up early in the morning, 445 and go and sing for people on their way to work between 6.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. My philosophy was if I could make somebody smile, if I could make somebody feel seen, if I could make somebody feel validated, I could potentially then motivate them to go to work and make good decisions, motivate them to vote against bigotry, 
vote in favour of human rights, in favour of the BLM movement, in favour of women's rights choose, in favour of just being a just human. So I wrote Smile because I truly believe that love is the answer. And sometimes love is as simple as a smile. And if maybe if I can make somebody smile, Little by little, they'll make someone else smile, they'll make someone else smile, and eventually we will save the world by spreading love and positivity. You've been making me smile today ever since I've got the first contact with you. Again, I want to say thank you to Lisa Ann Wright, who I interviewed back September 2018, for connecting me up with Emma. We're ending with this one more song. There's much more I'd love to talk to you about, but I think I need to free you to do the rest of your work in the world. It's wonderful, wonderful work that you're doing, personal healing, inspirational. I hope all goes well with the TED Talk. We'll have the link for that on northernspiritradio.org, and we're going to end with smile. But thank you for sharing your smile with me. And one more thing I need to know is, what are those tattoos on your arm there? You only have them on one arm, not the other. This will take the whole other podcast. But basically, <laughs> this my artwork is on display because every tattoo I have is a representation of my history, my, my learning, my healing. So really briefly, this top one is Kamako, which is a Maori, a traditional Maori tattoo, which shows my genealogy, my family history, my upbringing. This next one is a tribute. The songbird is a tribute to what I do, as well as a tribute to my ex-boyfriend who committed suicide when he was 19. I was, sorry, when he was 20, I was 19. It's also a tribute to the safety pin movement. So for anybody who ever feels that they are at risk or feeling unsafe, I'm a safe person to approach at any point. This here is the musicality for Always Look on the Bright Side of Life from Monty Python. That, that was a tribute to my surrogate brother who passed away in 2008. And I want to always commemorate him and, and the importance of looking on the positive. This tattoo here is of a shark, which is a tribute to my family history in Fiji and my Fijian roots. This here is a tattoo of the DC flag, but a little bit altered to indicate equality and life goes on with the ellipses. And then finally, we have Amanda Palmer's autograph. And Amanda Palmer has been a huge musical influence, you know, hero of mine. I have not, I've met her once. She's awesome. She gives good hugs. Her music, her mission, her value system has been incredibly influential on my on my life. And in fact, she did a TED Talk a few years back as well, which again changed my life. So I'm hopeful that I can have a similar impact with people with my upcoming TED Talk in, in a couple of days. Well, thank you again so much, Emma. Go forth to do wonderful things. The healing within and the healing without that you bring to the world is so beautiful. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. We end with Emma G's song, Smile. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. And in between, smile.
Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.